Hey, welcome to Artisan, a podcast where we interview brave men and women and their stories of taking their passions into the marketplace and how they've inspired the world around them. I'm your host, Amos Murray, and I hope you enjoy their stories and are inspired to create stories of your own. Sounds good. All right. I, did you get all those questions? Yes. What did you think of those? Good. It's a good, good start. So good start. your podcast is so what the, inspires people to do what they're doing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, um, so I had this epiphany one day where I was like my whole life I've been an artist, but I don't understand the value of art. And so like I was going to college and they're like, well, you could get an art degree. And I'm like, yeah, but there's no value in the art degree. (laughs) And you hear about like the Victorian age where they're like these Kings and Queens who invested in art because it was like something really valuable to the society, you know? And I was like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it, you know? And, and the other day I was like finding myself frustrated that like all the things that I wanted to buy weren't very good quality. They were just mass produced and I knew inevitably I'd buy them, but it wouldn't be that good. Yeah. And I'm, and so I find myself a lot of the time, like I should just make it myself because I would be happy with it if I made it myself. And it dawned on me. That's why, like, that's the, ingredient of why art's valuable in society because like you can mass produce things and you can put value in in economy and commerce and all these things but yeah but it's the art it's the craftsman it's the artisan that like brings the value to the things that we we have in our lives so and that that made me that made me kind of want to interview people that I know that have kind of forged ahead and like in into that creative side of life. And that's like, they've done that and you've done that really well. And so that's why. And I thought I was hoping that starting a podcast that I can start to like interview people in our community and get to know them really well will inspire that and people to do yeah but, but also it'll inspire like people to come to our community and go oh, yeah i want to meet people like yeah. that <laughs> totally cool yeah I love it. all right i think i need like a who you are like okay i'm kelly mendenhall <laughs> and i'm your sister-in-law yeah. i'm your first Guest. <laughs> um, I live in Grand Junction and I've been a florist for 10 years. And before that, I was a school counselor. Um, I grew up on the Eastern Slope, uh, close to Colorado Springs. And started in education but realized I quickly I didn't really want to continue in that I was always always had a love for art 
in either music or theater or art itself, um, drawing. And gardening and flowers were something that I've always done as kind of a hobby. So I got started in flowers probably pretty young, I'd say. I don't know, like 10, maybe? I'm putting my phone on airplane mode, by the way. Oh, that's good. So I don't get any texts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so started my flower business after my first son was born because I knew I didn't want to go back to work. So for me, Three Leaf started as a, a way to make ends meet um, so we could, I could stay home with the kids. Um, and then it quickly grew into something I, I was really passionate about and here I am. Yeah. So. What was, what was the inspiration for Three Leaf Floral? The name, uh, the name yeah. is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. And the, uh, back to the Irish pagan um, correlation with that. And it's something that's really strong in Justin's family, my husband's family. Um, and it just felt like that was the right name to choose at the time. And I still love mm -hmm. it. Cool. Yeah. Like the clover, right? Yeah, it's like the clover. Yeah. Nice. So that's why. Cool. It's the center. Yeah. Megan, Megan, I remember her being fond of that story. Yeah. I think it was Kyle that got that first, that tattoo. I think so. They, so yeah, Justin, my husband has that tattoo and his brother, Kyle and sister, Megan, your wife, Megan has it yeah. too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which Kyle, cool. Kyle would be a fun one to interview too. You should interview Kyle for yeah. sure. He's so artistic. Yeah. So, so that's, that's cool. how it started. And it, it, my business was mostly doing flowers for friends. And then um, I realized that quickly that I loved it. So I started looking into taking workshops with other florists that I had heard about in the industry. And um, I'm still learning, <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely grown a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I love it because I remember, so Megan and I got married. We had our wedding at the cabin and Raquel was supposed to do the flowers. And I didn't know this at the time, but she shows up and Megan and her had talked and she brings Caleb and they were like Twitter painted, like, mm -hmm. newly, like newly in love. And so she was just checked out for the whole wedding. And Megan was like really frustrated because she's like, are you going to start doing flowers? Yeah. Yet? <laughs> like, yeah. And Raquel was like out of it. She's like, she had no reference of time. And, and maybe that's her personality now that I know her a little better. But, um, but then you stepped in and I remember seeing afterwards, well, seeing like, the um, Megan's flowers and the bridesmaids' flowers and pictures afterwards. And I was like, those looked amazing. And I, they were I remember, so fun. 
I remember saying, did Raquel do those? And she's like, no, Kelly did those. And I was like, wow. Like, it was just shocking to me. Like, one, it was something about how you arrange flowers is so unique, specifically. Yeah, no, it really is. It's like specifically unique. Um, It stands out. Like, there's a real specific characteristic. I wish I could, like, use words I think it's definitely morphed from what it was, but yeah. um, Thanks. Yeah. That was probably one of my first weddings, actually. It was yours. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, who did your wedding flowers? I had a very sweet lady named Liz Ash do my wedding flowers, and she was a florist that had been in the business for a long time before we got married in 2005. So, she had, she just did weddings though, too, which was kind of unusual back in 2005. Mm. And she ran her shop out of the wholesaler in Colorado Springs mm. and offered classes as well. Mm. So I was able to take my first class from her, which yeah. was, that was so great. Was that, when was that? Uh, 2005. Okay. Would have been the year before I got married. Okay. So. Okay. So yeah. you were interested back then. I was so interested, yeah. Okay. But I didn't really think I didn't think of it as a career cuz I had already been through grad school and I mm-hmm. just didn't realize the possibilities, I think, mm-hmm. and that it could be a form of expression instead of an income thing. Mm-hmm. So, now to me it's more of a an artistic expression, but I think when I first started it was just a way to make money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sometimes I think with other people, it's it flip flops. Mm-hmm. But do you find that you like it less when you are making money at it? Like you not know, necessarily. You hear people say like, "No, it's really nice to get paid for." <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like you hear people no, say, "Like really don't good. do what you love because you'll end up hating it." But. I mean, there's definitely times where I have felt burnt out for sure, but mm. I think I've, I'm really lucky that we don't rely on it as our main source of income. So I don't have to take all the things. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think the thing that's keeping me yeah. going, Yeah, that's but I could true. see where help. if you took everything or had a shop and you had to be on 24 mm-hmm. seven, mm-hmm. you would feel burnt out. Yeah. So I'm lucky in that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you say you got interested in like flower arrangements, like when you were about 10. Mm-hmm. What, can Probably. you think of anything specific about that? Oh, my mom would always have me, I think she was trying to keep me busy before Thanksgiving, you know, and so mm-hmm. she'd have me like set the table mm-hmm. and then I would just get creative and go in the woods and get stuff like pine cones probably. Or uh-huh. <laughs> nice. That's yeah. Cool. And I love to do that. So Nice. And she always gardened, and so we always had flowers in the garden. Um, but yeah, I just always loved flowers. Hmm. Cool. So, yeah, I think about like I loved painting and drawing when I was a kid, um, and then got into photography in high school and loved photography. Yeah. But like flower arrangements. Um, interior decorating and fashion 
seemed like different worlds altogether. Even though I knew they were still kind of yeah. in the same vein, it's that. like I didn't, I couldn't figure out how to like tie that together. So it's interesting to hear within artisans, there's like oh for sure different passions for sure. I think it's really important to follow not only people that you admire in your craft, but others in other realms too. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so chefs and musicians and Mm -hmm. designers and that's all inspired. I mean that I love my favorite quote is art inspires art. Oh yeah. Cause it totally does. Yeah. I always have to have music on and interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good thought. When you see someone else's art, it makes you, it, it makes me want to create also. Mm-hmm. It's a creator thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I, I feel like you're really brave, especially like, I mean, just, just stepping out and choosing it to try to make an income out of it, but then also to, and how you do it, like your arrangements are really um wish I had the word for it like big you know big and brave arrangements and yeah thanks uh it took a while to get to this point though really so like the biggest wedding I did you were there last year last okay. fall yeah and the business side of the industry is one that I'm not confident in yet so there's a lot of different things especially when you're when you start creating art and making an income with it it gets really interesting (laughs) (laughs) if you're not a business person altogether or it's I've been circling back to why I got started in the first place and why I'm doing this Mm. and that helps me go more longer yeah um but it's really interesting because when I started, it was in 2000. Oh, um, it was like right before the economy crashed and I just had a baby. Plus I didn't want to go back to work, but there wasn't really work to go to other Mm -hmm. than what I was doing. So people weren't paying a lot for weddings, but it was just enough to kind of keep me going. And now we're kind of seeing the same thing where there's this, COVID and there's a crash and like people are postponing weddings and it's, I'm trying to look, I'm really, I have good days and bad. And now I'm finally to the point where I'm treating it as a sabbatical. So (laughs) I'm hoping to. Yeah. The COVID holiday. Yeah. Gain more inspiration (laughs) from others in this time of downtime. Yeah. And also stay motivated for the weddings that I had already planned a year ago Uh that are now in 2021. Yeah. So I, I, I do want, I was thinking like that I've, I've heard a lot of success stories, like where this actually propelled people into oh, discovering I mean, new ideas that they wouldn't have thought of before. That's when you have your eureka moment is when you're, <clears throat> you have no other options and you have to get creative and yeah. figure it out. Yeah. That's when all the good stuff happens. Yeah. Totally. When there's a lull. So. Yeah. So to get an idea, like, what does it look like for you going through this season? Um, 
there's uncertainty, I think, honestly, between you and me and whoever's listening, if they're listening, it's, uh, I really hope I can stay motivated to be excited for the weddings in 2021 Mm -hmm. and not just get stuck in the routine of not doing my job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like falling into like being a mom. Yeah. Being a a mom and homeschooling and yeah. Going on vacations. Yeah. And I mean, (laughs) that's all good stuff. It's really good. I feel like maybe it's the boost I needed to get more excited about it because yeah i think i think sometimes all the weddings start to look the same Mm -hmm. um not that they're not each special but Mm. it's the same same venue same schedule same Mm -hmm. and as a creative person it's that gets Mm -hmm. monotonous yeah yeah so yeah i was thinking I mean, we're on a podcast. I wanted to elaborate on that last, the biggest wedding you said you just did that I was helping out on. It was yeah. really cool because it was like shocking to see how many flowers you ordered for it. It was like, yeah, that li- was the most I've ever spent on flowers. And I remember two handfuls of flowers. I remember when I bought my first wholesale order of flowers, it was like $300 and I, almost threw up. I thought it was so <laughs> much money for flowers. Yeah. And I probably didn't make anything on that wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I didn't actually. I probably spent all of it plus more of my money. But yeah, the materials, the material cost to make art on a large scale like that mm-hmm. is it's pretty interesting cuz you have staff like and 3D flowers wrapping up a big Oh. Two, three tent poles? Was it three tent poles? Three and tent poles. Amos was on the ladder for hours. Sagebrush. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think that's what's unique that stands out to me about your flowers is it, it seems more um, like, it, it, uh, I want to say like asymmetrical or offset and then also like more 3D than I, you know, I, I feel like most bouquets, they kind of have a sphere the the flowers are all kind of arranged on the same I don't know level and yeah. yours like inset and outset and bigger here and smaller there oh, and then you have these like well it takes an little, artist to notice that so yeah, I appreciate that these like long delicate thin things <laughs> that come out like way longer than I've ever seen anyone else try them you know and it's just I, I don't know I love oh, all thanks. that stuff about it so. thanks that yeah. means a lot that you noticed. Yeah, I feel like I had to go into detail because I, I think I should have probably like a web page and then a link to like other like your web page and maybe like a few pictures of like who you are. And, you know, that way yeah. someone could People go to the see. podcast and they could be like, cool, that was cool. And oh, it's Kelly Mendenhall with 3D Floral. Or they go to, you know, the artisan web page say who was that florist that he was interviewing and then there's like actual pictures yeah that that'd be awesome taken. yeah I, I love that okay cool i think yeah especially <laughs> in the digital age sometimes you don't see the person behind the art on instagram and i think that's really important yeah it's kind of funny because i'm doing a podcast about artisans but so then you, you have to put your face on it <laughs> yeah. yeah but all you're gonna we're gonna want to see what you look here. like yeah right so they, <laughs> 
have to do. Like, you have things. to. That's like when you listen to the radio and you hear somebody and yeah. you think that they're like tall, dark, and handsome, and you look at the right. guy and you're like, oh, yeah. he's bald and short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. That is funny always when you like. I have this. Uh, uh, he was my recruiter when I joined the army, and I'd listen to him on the phone, and I swear. You'd hear him, and he had to be six foot tall, really muscular black man, and he was white as white could be, and That's chubby, awesome. and it was just funny. He just like cool. didn't look at all like I thought he would. So anyway, um, I wanted to ask about the business side. You mentioned a little bit about how the business side's difficult. You want to talk about that at all? Yeah, for me, it's. I'm scared to death of opening a shop, I think, and having employees. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I also want to grow my business, but I don't want to be beholden to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's. Is that the an kicker. artist thing? I think it feels so. Like it. It's an artist. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll own that. Yes. Like, it's an I'm artist like- thing. I was talking to someone the other day. And I'm like, what my favorite job would be is like build something big, sell it, and then walk away from it. Right? <laughs> well, I thought about that because they say, you know, when you start your business, don't name it after yourself. And as an artist, you're so personal to your work mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. want your name on it. Um, but then the business person will say, well, if you ever want to sell it, don't put your name on it because you can't. You can't sell it easily. So I thought, well, that's cool. I could totally sell this if I wanted to. And maybe I will someday when I get too tired or something. But, um, yeah, I, I, the business side of it is interesting. I've gotten, I've learned a ton. I've gotten better. Like I do my own bookkeeping and taxes and I learn things the hard way, but do you feel like Justin helps a lot with that? Yeah, he's really good at helping me with the the bidding out and the um, just not taking it personal. Mm, yeah. Because if I don't, if I bid a wedding and I don't get it, or the bride wants to change something and it was already in the contract that you know she can't take any more money out or something. Mm -hmm. He's definitely more logical thinking than I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm way more personally tied to it. Yeah. So that's been really awesome to have him help me with that. Cool. Um, And when I was first starting, it was like, I was really afraid to ask for money. Mm -hmm. It was really hard for me to ask or put a value on what I would create Mm -hmm. and get enough for it. And it's taken, I would say, almost eight years at least to get the courage up to actually um, charge what I should be paid Mm -hmm. and say no to the smaller things and yes to the bigger things or say yes to smaller things when I want to and not feel. Yeah. It's nice to have the power to pick and choose. Yeah. For sure. But it's scary as an artist to be like, oh, yeah, that arrangement is $500. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I can't even (laughs) afford that. Yeah. But some people, they do. They can afford it. It's their wedding. Weddings are interesting, too. That's a whole nother podcast. It's a whole nother client Mm -hmm. mindset. So, 
Well, you're That's kind of, you're part of designing a fairy tale kind of, you know? Yeah. That's, that's really, it's a good way to say that. Mm. It's exciting. I love, everybody loves weddings. Mm. They're great. Yeah. So if, yeah, they just want a magical day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magic. So That's cool. Yeah. Um, nice. So <clears throat> I, I just wanted to bring up like for reality's sake and everything like I the other day Megan's like wow Kelly just texted me that she lost five weddings in one day in one day yeah yeah that's a bummer yeah I had ten booked how many do I have nine ten ish booked for 2020 and all the ones with red are canceled or postponed for sure so one two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. probably nine. So I've lost nine. Eesh. But they're you've rescheduling. Lost, you've lost nine. I've lost nine for 2021. So I have five are for sure not in anymore, but some are rescheduled or. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. Jeez. Now, did you take deposit on them? Yep. And had you ordered flowers or made like. No, thankfully, the wedding season in Colorado is about, it's like early May to October, early October is kind of the season. So I didn't have one. My first one was supposed to be, oh, where is it? Uh, May 23rd and it got bumped to September 24th. So hopefully that one still Mm -hmm. goes through, but I'm not sure yet. Gosh, and that's got to be so tough because flowers aren't like, can they not get the flowers they wanted in a different from May? Yeah, so the season, so the design has to change a lot. But that's kind of the way of the game for floristry anyway. It's like when you go to the grocery store and you really want to buy a a good avocado, Mm -hmm. but they don't have them. Mm -hmm. It's like you just have to get something else. And yeah. that's kind of how flowers are. It's just yeah. a really organic material. So yeah. luckily the brides I have are really understanding and they just, at this point, they just want to get married. Yeah. So it's like, if we can mm-hmm. just make it look as close and as beautiful and still get that wow factor, then mm-hmm. they'll be happy and it's all worth it. Have you been trying to but, figure out, oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. been trying to figure out ways to do Zoom floral. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I so sometimes I'll do a mock-up arrangement for a bride. Yeah. Um, and I never really thought about doing it Zoom. And yeah. a lot of my brides aren't even from Colorado. So they're from Houston yeah. or LA or uh, New York. And I was like, this, I could totally do like a mock-up arrangement for them could over Zoom. And they could see it and yeah. tell me what they like and not like and change it around for them. Yeah. Do you think some people are just getting married anyway over Zoom via Zoom right now? I don't know about that. I haven't heard about that. <laughs> I remember. Um, I think there's a lot of people just getting married. I mean, now everybody lives with each other anyway. <laughs> so right. They're I, like getting married anyway. And then they'll just have a big party instead. That makes sense. But every girl wants to wear a white dress down the aisle. Yeah. So I don't don't know. 2021 will be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Joel and Daisy Stevens 
they uh, the first wedding I've been to where they had like an iPad set up and they were Skyping family of hers were in Brazil. And that was the first time I'd ever had like Skype on a wedding. Well, (laughs) I mean, if so, the mountain towns have been canceling their events through Mm -hmm. September and that's where all the weddings that I do are. And so it's not so much that people can't make it. It's like, they just can't, Mm. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah. But maybe that's a new business. Somebody can start as like a professional zoomer and they can (laughs) zoom people into the wedding and then the bride doesn't have to worry about it. Add backgrounds. Yeah. Well, I had one wedding. (laughs) Yeah. I had one wedding in Moab though. Now that you mention it and the bride's mom, I think, wasn't able to come because she was mm-hmm. during doing chemo or something and it was mm-hmm. out in at arches and they had hiked around and um and then i think they facetimed her and mm-hmm. she was watching the whole thing through facetime yeah um it's really interesting yeah so. well f- food for thought i love your instagram posts thanks and maybe you could think about selling prints of your photos i need that's why i took your camera because (laughs) i need better quality photos oh i don't think you do well in order to make pretty prints they need to be high res so that's my next is to tackle the photography and see if i can do both yeah i don't think my camera's gonna work but that's where i rely on those awesome photographers that know what they're doing yeah I don't know. I, I still feel like somehow we could make the the photo collage portfolio that you have now into like a distributable thing, whether it's Ooh, yeah. pictures on hats. Well, that could be cool. Screen like a screen print on a hat or T-shirts. I, I think you guys yeah. are already doing hats and T-shirts now, aren't you? I have a hat. I have a T-shirt that I made and I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like black, and then when we're in a hot July wedding, it doesn't make yeah. any sense, but that's that, okay. Is that for your, your employees, your workers? I got it for my employees, and then I gave one to some employees, and they didn't, I don't think they loved it. So <laughs> it's uh, like, maybe we should just do hats. Yeah. I don't know. We're so behind the scenes anyway. And yeah. So yeah. usually I treat it like when I, when I was in high school, I did a lot of musical theater and stuff. Mm-hmm. and just working behind the scenes, you know, or when you're in an orchestra, you just look black because yeah. you, know, you just kind of go oh, in. Yeah. And yeah. You're not, it's, yeah. yeah, you're creating this thing that. and you're not, mm-hmm. you're not the focus. It's your art that's the focus. And I love that. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, food for thought. Something That'd be cool. Like, Maybe I need extra <laughs> in COVID the income. And you can try <laughs> to figure out monetize some of your other stuff that you're yeah it's pretty cool these days what all the social media can get you and help you out with Mm -hmm. i think that's how i've grown too i get all of my brides mostly from well word of mouth from planners or from instagram so that's been huge yeah are we allowed to talk about your joanna Gaines story sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it mentioned. feels like a unicorn moment. Yeah, for sure. She doesn't even know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> but she did buy a, a wreath from me. 
uh, two Christmases ago, which was a feather in my cap for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you can reach Joanna Gaines through Instagram. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Tell us about that. Uh, I was painting my uh, ugly paneling and I thought it looked like shiplap. And so I hung a wreath on it that I had just made and was joking around that, you know, just call me Joanna Gaines. And I tagged her and she happened to just see it. And her publicist called me right away and asked if she could buy it. (laughs) So I said, yes. Wow. Yeah. It was really cool. No. You just... I didn't. I sent her a really nice note, though, with our family Christmas card. So that's fun. (laughs) That's awesome. Who knows? I love that story. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool to say that. It is. Uh, It's very cool. Yeah. That was a cool moment. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, anything else you want to share? Oh, no. I'm just excited to hear about all the other artists and. Um, in the Valley, I think it's great to draw inspiration on each other too. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's really interesting how this COVID is going to change things in that realm. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Leaning on people and supporting one another seems like it's gone up. So that's one of the pluses. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a podcast the other day. It was more on um, money and uh, economy. And Mm. someone made a really interesting comment that um, retailers and businesses are going to have to work on building the trust of the community right now. Um, And it didn't really hit me until I realized what they're saying is that they're the next goal is to try to get people to come out of their houses and enter into public places again. And, right. and the job of those stores and vendors is like to say, Hey, it's, it's actually safe. Yeah. Like, okay. To come back. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and I know it's not like there yet, but I did see, you know, the curve going down, which is encouraging. And we're always waiting to see if it goes back up since we're being more courageous and getting out again. But, um, I think I forgot what I was going to say about that. Well, I think it's just, you can't get comfortable in anything you do because it's always going to change on you. Yeah. <laughs> always. I'm if you're an artist or not. <laughs> and it could be you changing or it could be another force changing it, but Yeah. That's one thing that I've learned. Like if that's you get true. too comfortable, watch out because it's going to change up quick. Yeah. So, yeah. that's what it was. I was saying that this artisan thing I'd hoped I could in fact I have one guy that he's a craftsman um, a woodworker and he's building a chair and I told you before I was going to mm-hmm. try to create a an event mm-hmm. where people come to and it's like it's like a gallery show cool and but it would be more interactive and more like a uh, like a a gathering, you know, mm-hmm. like a community gathering where people come to see, like, they come to a building and they walk in and there's, like, 
you know, pieces of art displayed like this woodworker's chair, mm-hmm. um, you know, decorative timber frame truss or yeah, something. One of like um, fixture studios pieces that yeah. they want to display. Mm-hmm. But then you know, you've got this room. Why wouldn't you have flower arrangements in it? Totally. Why wouldn't you have? You know, cheese from a local cheesemaker and wine from yeah. a local... The vi- butter guys. Vintner. Oh, yeah. Ghost rock butter. Yeah. So just like <laughs> this, I would love, like, that's my vision. I'd love to have, like, this venue where people come and it's, yeah. it's more... That would be awesome. Yeah. So anyway, but I was... That was supposed to happen, like, this month or next month. And now I'm like, I don't know. I know. I don't know what to do. The chair's going to have a lot of dust on it by the time we get (laughs) I don't know. All in good time. Yeah. But anyway, one day that'll happen again. It will. That'll that'll help build people's trust. Yeah, in fact, one of the next steps of my business, I was actually looking into getting a studio space. And Mm. for some reason, the right one didn't come along or it just didn't work out and i'm really thankful now that i don't have a mortgage i don't have a mortgage to pay (laughs) yeah yeah but i'm hopeful it'll get better Mm. and i'm really thankful that it's like a forced sabbatical on me because i really think i did need it i just yeah i think not admitting it yet yeah yeah i've really enjoyed all this forced extra time with my family right I really wanted that. I was always arguing with Megan, like, that we need it. And her comeback yeah. was like, yeah, but, what? you know, we can't because we got so much yeah, to do. Yeah, like, there's too much. Yeah. And it's now, really interesting. Now we really see, like, what's little, important. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thankful for it in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Thanks, oh, this oh. is where you're supposed to talk about your... Um, your website. Oh, I'm at threeleaffloral.com, the number three. Um, Instagram is the same, threeleafloral. Uh, what else? That is that where? That's it, really. Brides go to find you. Yeah. In- yep. Okay. Um, and yeah, just right now I'm just doing weddings, which. I think this COVID has also helped me realize, like, I just need to pick one thing, just one thing, and be really good at it, mm-hmm. and that's helps me focus and not do too much and just do one thing really well. So that's my goal. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Amos. Yeah, thank you. It's fun. Thanks for joining us on Artisan. I hope you enjoyed that interview, and hopefully it inspired you to take your passions to some new level this week. 